Welcome in. It's Hump Day. It's June 16th on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. We're going to talk about a great listener question about medical astrology here in just a second. But before we get to that, let's check in with the moon because it's really the only thing that has changed since we last spoke. However, we will talk about an aspect between Venus and Jupiter that's in the sky also today. Whenever the two great benefics connect in an aspect line trying to work together, we want to know how. So the moon is in the early degrees this morning of Virgo because it just slipped in there last night at 11 o'clock Eastern time. So we get all of today, all of tomorrow, and then Friday early wee hours, it will slip into Libra for the next couple of days. And really, the weekend is going to be light, and that's why I'm going to take off. However, however, I stand corrected. We do need to talk tomorrow, so I will be back tomorrow. I want to take complete editorial freedom and license and tell you about something really crazy related to solstices. The concept comes from a book that I just finished narrating for Fred Dodson that is going to take you out to the outer limits of your realm of even speculative belief. But come go there with me tomorrow. We'll talk about it as we set up Sunday's solstice and Sunday's Jupiter retrograde. I kind of reorganized the dates of everything on the Fun Astrology website page. It's down there in the blog section in that black area. So it really pops. You can see it well. And uh, also Mercury retrograde ends on Tuesday. So that's kind of the next five or so days ahead as far as these major advancements that we will be having. Now, a minor aspect, but kind of a fun one. So we have Jupiter in Pisces and we have Venus in Cancer. And today they are in a semi-square aspect. Now, that's a minor aspect, but it's really kind of a fun one because it takes all of the areas that we might attach to Venus and just expands them. (laughs) So let's just think about mm, good fortune. I mean, this is a good aspect. Financially, Venus rules money. Now, this is a fast aspect. It's not going to hang around, but there could be seeds of something positive related to money through this. What about love? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You get your love on the next about 48 hours. What about just feeling expansive in general? Yes, to a degree. And I say that because Jupiter is about slowing to a crawl, getting ready to go retrograde on Sunday. So we're starting to kind of lose that Jupiterian edge of that expansiveness that we've been feeling in Pisces. But yes, here's a little bump in a positive way. What about the sociability of Venus? Yes, again, given the constraints of the times, but yes, maybe there are some social interaction opportunities. Maybe meeting new people or starting a new get-together group or let's look down the road after all this is over. What are we going to be doing and moving in that direction? So you can see that everything Venusian, everything Venus, we didn't talk about arts and beauty and music and all of those wonderful things are amplified under this wonderful aspect. So the point is, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're single, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, just lock onto those energies and expand them in your own mind and create beautiful, wonderful things around them. Hey, Thomas, I'm a longtime listener. I thoroughly enjoy the podcast, and I have learned so much over the past year just from listening to you talk every morning. 
My question today is about planetary placements in relation to our physical health. For example, um, my Mars sign is in Cancer, and I know that Mars is mostly composed of iron. I found it very interesting that when I read about Mars in Cancer, it was described as Mars in its fall. And I'm also highly anemic, so could that be part of the reason as to why? I also noticed that after looking at my birth chart, that most of my planets are in the sign of Pisces and I'm also have bipolar disorder. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that, please? Thank you. Can't wait to hear the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for all you do. Oh, listen, it is my pleasure. And thank you for being vulnerable. What a brave soul to call up a podcast and just share your heart as far as how energy is affecting your life. And I have to say, I love the way that you are synthesizing this. Brilliant. Now, let me give you a couple of general thoughts, and then we'll dive into the specific two areas as mentioned. But first of all, just a couple of macro thoughts. And the big disclaimer is, I have a couple of medical astrology books. (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) You get the point. I mean, this is a very precise subspecialty of astrology. It's an area that I am interested in moving into, but I have not yet because I wanted to move through methodically. And as I started doing this podcast and just the work that we do here and the readings and everything that you hear and that we have on the website and everything else – You know, I I think that my first responsibility is that. So always growing in those areas. And then I do want to move this forward into the radio. And then I want to really master financial astrology. And then I think the next area that I would like to have more of a grip on is the ancient and Hellenistic area. And then medical astrology. So it's kind of down the line for me. But you see how many different ways you can apply it. And I didn't mention vibrational astrology, midpoint astrology, harmonic astrology, electional astrology, or horary astrology. I either need to live way up into my hundreds or I got to study fast because there's just so much of this wonderful space that I want to learn. It's It's a constant learning path, which is just marvelous. Now, note to self number two. As I think about this, One of the things that I think we have to be careful with astrology is that, honest to goodness, I have seen this and you have too. We can make any sign or planet do anything we want. You know what I'm talking about? I think we walk a thin line between distinct, definite identification of planetary energy representations in our life versus just living life. Just plain life. And I think that that's a constant dance. Now, just like I have seen and you have too, and we've looked at stuff together on here, that the chart can show us amazing things. And then we have to take that just like, I I just, I love the Google Maps of the soul analogy. Because when Google Maps tells you here's the route, you've got to first thing to do is put your car in drive and go. So that's what we have to do here as well. Now, I love, as I said, the way that you synthesize this because Mars is made of iron oxide and jumping on and doing some research and looking at my own medical books, I did find a direct correlation. 
found a couple of things in my own chart related to my own heart situation that also were right up the middle. I mean, they were right there. You know my line, don't bet against astrology. <laughs> and then the second area about Pisces. Now, this one gets a little bit more nebulous because I do think that we can uh, extend our emotions, our emotions into a lot of areas around the chart. But what I did see was more so that Pisces is the element of being in tune with our emotions, the water, but Saturn governs one side of the bipolar, and we could look at Jupiter perhaps for the other. So we would really have to get into it a little deeper than, than just this. But Saturn, Scorpio, looking at challenged aspects, it really is you're painting more of a picture here. Now, what I'm left with, and this is not my area, so I'm just going to say this is one of the big questions that I would pursue next is, so then what? Okay, let's say that you identify those things. Well, then there has to be an answer in the chart as well. And I do think that when we don't have an answer where we're looking, the first place to look is the opposite side of the chart. So in this case, for example, cancer for the anemia, I would be looking over toward Capricorn and Saturn, and maybe some of the answers lie there. But let's go back to our Google map. It's not a Google billboard. It's a Google map. So it's not just announcing, hey, you have anemia. Gee, thanks. A blood test showed me that. You know, you don't need a chart for that. What do we do about it? What's the path? What's the journey? What's the soul work? What's the karmic work? What's the whole picture of what we need to do to move toward resolution? Because I really do hold, and I think this is absolutely true, that the reason that we're looking at this chart is not to identify, it's to move forward to the answers. It's about solutions, not problems. Yes, let's identify the karma. Yes, let's identify the energy. But let's look at the destination. And I'll tell you what, you have piqued my own interest because I haven't been feeling up to 100% speed myself over the last several days. And well, weeks, actually. And I'm going to start looking at the chart and trying to look for some solutions. And if I find them, believe me, we'll do a like a weekend special, a Saturday special kind of thing. And we will talk about it. Deal? Deal. Thank you for a great question and a new eye opener. See, you guys are presenting just really cool stuff. So that's on the speak pipe, the orange thing at the top of the Fun Astrology website. If you've got such a great question like these, leave it there for me and we'll talk about it next week. All right. Now, tomorrow, we're going to talk about outer space in a different context, solstice context, as we get ready for Sunday. Have a great hump day. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.